This is Dave Smith, and you're listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Vahini me mana, ladies and gentlemen. No flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey. And thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 27 for the week of April 27th, 2014. On this week's show, we are introducing a new segment. Tiki Talk Top 5 Attractions This week we start off at the Animal Kingdom to discuss our top 5 attractions. So let's get the show rolling. But first, let's take a stroll on over to the Tiki Ticker and see what's happening this week in Disney News. This is the Global Broadcasting Service, serving remote outposts since 1928. Thanks, Sean. First, I want to lead off with uh, some new mobile phone charging lockers that you will be able to find at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Well, they're testing them at the Magic Kingdom, and this is going to let you... Uh, plug your cell phones in and leave them actually unattended. You uh, you have to swipe a credit card. They're free, but you have to swipe a credit card to open the locker. And there's several plugs in there, so you can plug your phone in and, and close the door and leave it unattended. So you can go, you know, ride a ride, or you can go get some food, or, or whatever you want to do, and come back later to get your phone. Uh, I think uh, you know this is obviously with Disney doing so much on your cell phones these days. This is something that was important. What do you guys think? I think it's much needed, and it's nice that it's free. I think with everything is moving towards the Disney experience, apps on your phones with, uh, with the fast passes and the reservations and everything else, I think it's a, a nice way to charge up your phones and still enjoy the parks instead of having to sit right you know, with your phone as it charges. Yeah, I agree with you, Keith. It's a, you know, it's a great thing. It's free, you know, as you said. I mean, so that's that's a that's a really good thing. Um, and it's got a beautiful blue color when you walk up to it. So it's so inviting for you to just get up there. And even if you have like ninety percent, I would just go there and, and charge it up just to stare at the beautiful blue colors. <laughs> well, I think it turns red while your phone's charging. So that's true. Would... So that's even better. You get two colors for the price of zero. Two colors for, for the, the price, price of, of zero. zero. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I. Mean, I, I I like it. I think it's cool. Um, I don't know that I'll use it. I carry a battery uh, with me when we're in the parks that will charge my phone about five times if I have the battery fully charged. So I don't know that I'll use it, but I do think it's a great idea. A lot of people don't carry those batteries around or don't want to carry those batteries around. Uh, and for them, uh, since there's so much reliance on not just, like he said, the the magical experience app but you know we're a social world now twitter and facebook and instagram and everybody's hooked up all the time and that drains your battery so i think it's a good it's a good thing especially that it's free uh moving on to the next story we have got that uh they are filming a new soren movie or at least that seems to be the the rumor fairly strong rumor now i guess uh, cast members have been advised that 
some flyovers were going to take place at Epcot and the Magic Kingdom earlier this past week, I believe it was. And that's supposedly going to be used for a new Soren film. We've heard a lot of rumors about that over the years, so it looks like it's actually coming true. I'm excited about that. You know, not only hopefully we're going to be getting a, a new Soren film, at least, you know, unless they just change the ending, but... You know, having something Disney World-centric would be a good thing. I would just hope that, in all honesty, that they would maybe throw in the Disneyland one in once in a while. Probably not if you're in Disney World, but I mean, that would be great to see. So, I mean, I guess I'm assuming that they're going to be uh, showing Illuminations and um, Wishes. So that's awesome, and prob- maybe a daytime parade, but probably just most likely nighttime. Um, but I will miss the, the Disneyland one taking place during the, the holidays. I can't wait for this. Um, if it is true, it seems like it's a strong like possibility, though. I pray, though, they make it a digital film and update the technology, too. As much as I love, you know, Soren as it is now, the film and the pops and the cracks, as you see, it does kind of take away from the realism. Like an updated version is uh, is sorely needed there. Yeah, the the condition of the film is pretty bad, and it's not good anymore. It's still a fun attraction, but it, the, the film is so dirty, it kind of ruins the experience um, to me. I'd like to think that they're going to fly over during Illuminations, but according to the reports, they're they're flying over between 9.30 and 10.30 at night, and then from 5.30 in the morning until midday on the next day, so it's not that's not really during Illuminations or... You might catch Wishes during that, depending on what time Wishes is that night, but uh, it's not really during Illuminations, I don't think. so. But we'll see. It's still very early in that process, so we have to wait and see what that does. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're still at least at the earliest 18 months out, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. And the last story we have is uh, Disney is responding to a lot of the complaints that we have all had about the new FastPass Plus experience, and they have enhanced it to include not only uh, an increased number of FastPass Plus selections, but also park hopping now, which is something that has been basically the biggest complaint since day one. It is. When I um, received of my survey, the park hopping issue was big for me because I pay the extra price to park hop and stuff, and I couldn't understand um, why I was only allowed FastPass's at one park a day, which is nice that it's evolving and changing with our feedback and from everyone who has tweeted and moaned and (laughs) complained about it that, you know, they are, you know, responding and trying to get this better for us all. Yeah, the other thing you have to understand is that it's it's not really park hot... a perfect park hopping opportunity. You still have to first use your first three fast passes, and then you have the ability to actually park hop at that point. And then when you get to that park, you're going to have to go to one of the kiosks. You can't use your phone. You have to go to one of the kiosks to actually choose the attraction that you're going to use. So it's not perfect, but at least it's a start. And let's just hope that they continue going forward with it, because I want want the ability to go on my phone and not have to wait online on the kiosk for 10, 15, 20 minutes, however long it takes you to get through there, because that's going to take away from, you know, your time in the park enjoying it. And why would you want to wait in line when you just two months prior, you were setting up your fast passes online? So hopefully let's see how the system works out and maybe they'll make the changes later on. If you're busy, you know, at the charging station, like staring at the colors, how be able to go on and pick them anyway? (laughs) 
Can one of my original three? Can I can I make my third Fast Pass Plus be for the Fast Pass Plus kiosk? At, <laughs> as a park? That's a good idea. So I can Fast Pass Plus Haunted Mansion and Big Thunder Mountain, and then go straight to a kiosk and skip that twenty minute line <laughs> to make my next Fast Pass. They might do that. Doesn't That's a nice sense. idea, though. <laughs> I mean, overall, I think it's it's a step in the right direction. The system's still not perfect, but it's it's getting better. The ability to be able to spend my morning at you know at, at Hollywood Studios and then still move over to Magic Kingdom after lunch and and not have to wait forty five minutes to ride Pirates because I can you know, I can go get a Fast Pass Plus for it is an, it's nice. It's something that needed to be done. Uh, and I think it probably was something they were planning on doing all along. It just needed to, it needed to roll out first. I think at least that's that's my guess. I, you know, they they make a lot of money on park hopping add-ons, so taking away the quote-unquote ability to park hop is not something that they would want to do because it's just going to make people not buy that park hopper option. Mm-hmm. So I had a feeling it was something they were going to do from the get-go. It just took some time. Now it's still not perfect. Like uh, like Sean said, you got to wait in the kiosk now, and, and what's the point of having the app if I can't use the app? So that's a, that's a change I hope they make. And I think one big complaint I saw online, which I didn't get, was people who uh, you know like to use their FastPass Plus for wishes or illuminations for those private viewing areas. They're more or less uh, out of luck because exactly. until you make yeah. that, until you use that third FastPass, you can't get an additional one. And while I can understand that complaint, that's your choice. No one makes you do that. So you know it, it's it's not much different than the old way where if, if there had been fast pass for wishes and you chose to go get one you still have to wait until you could get another one that's not any different you, you have to choose what fast passes you want you can't fast pass everything all day long all the time you have to choose what's most important to you is it important for you to have a, a great viewing area for wishes or is it important for you to be able to use you know six fast passes through the course of the day to, to every guest, that's going to be the, the decision they have to make. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Tiki Ticker. Let's get on with the show. Hello, guys. We're back here for another episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk, and we're going to talk about our five favorite attractions at Disney's Animal Kingdom. But first, I wanted to give a shout-out to some recent reviews on iTunes. And um, we got some great five-star reviews from Mrs. Disney Kane. says, it's a really great show. We really appreciate your feedback. And also from Jewel Stone Lane PP, they love this podcast, five-star review. So thank you so much for giving us you know, these reviews. We appreciate it. It helps us um, gain more listeners and, and move up the rankings in iTunes. So we do appreciate everybody. So uh, let's get on with the show. So, Keith, let's talk and hear about your number five attraction at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Okay. Um, I had Finding Nemo, the stage show. I know that people get, you know, all upset about, you know, the shows and how they're, they aren't like true attractions, quote unquote. But this show is extremely well done. Actors are great. The songs are good. And it's a nice break from the heat outside. It's indoors. It's air conditioned. It's just a really like a well done show. You know, I've never seen the show. Really? Yeah. That's terrible. It's it's one of those things that I'm not a huge show person when I'm in the parks. Um, I want to see it. You know, maybe on this trip or my next trip, we'll bring my son in to go see it. Um, 
but I'm just not a huge person. I think the last couple of times that I've gone there, the lines were so long. I mean, this is a couple of years ago, and the lines were so long, and I just did not feel like waiting in it because it was like 95 degrees out. It was just too hot. Yeah. But I do want to see it. Like, I've seen video of it here and there. It does look good. And, you know, it's like, it's... It's like, you know, semi-Broadway-esque in, in some ways, and it's just a starting point for them to get an idea of how they can bring it to Broadway. So it is a show I would like to see, and I'm glad that it is in your top five, because it you know does deserve more credit, because I hear great reviews on it. It's, it's a great show. I love the music. Uh, the, the music's really great, and, and the puppeteering is you know, it's kind of in along the same lines as The Lion King, you know, using the puppets uh, instead of human actors. Well, human actors doing the puppets, but... It's a good show. It's definitely, it's definitely worthy of a top five, and, and you should check it out. I think your kids would enjoy it. I don't know. Um, I don't know how they deal with like the dark. I've heard some kids don't like uh, the, the waiting before the show starts because it's kind of in a. It's like you're under the water, so it's kind of dark mm. in there. But right. Um, but it's a great show, and, and if they're okay with the dark, then I think they would enjoy the show because it's there's a lot of colors and music. It's really great. All right. So for my number five. I struggle with number five. My top four was easy. Number five, I kind of went back and forth on a couple of different ones. I ended up slotting in Dinosaur. Um, it's not the greatest attraction in the world, but I think it's fun. Uh, I like Dr. Grant Seeker. That's clever. Uh, now that the effects are working properly, it's it's a good attraction again. And, you know, it's it's one that when I go to Animal Kingdom, I usually at least want to ride one time, so it's something that I want to see. It's not something that I'm going to want to ride multiple times, which is why it didn't finish higher on my list, but I usually want to ride it at least once, so I slot Dinosaur in at number five. It's a fun ride. I'm not real sure um, for, you know, like, like smaller um, children and stuff. It is, you know, uh, kind of loud, and it does, it jerks you quite a bit. But it is fun. The the um, animatronics and stuff are fantastic. So, yeah, it's a fun attraction overall. Yeah, I think it's a great attraction. I really enjoy it. Um, you know, it's def- I definitely don't think that it's going to be good for young kids. I wouldn't take my son on it. But um, it is a great attraction. And it jerks you around a lot. But I do remember way back when I think it was a lot worse it jerked around a lot more but now when I go on I don't even hold on because I want a better ride so a lot of people are holding on for dear life I don't even hold on I just, my, I just use my knees to lock myself in there a little bit and it's a much fun it's much more like authentic off-road experience so I do enjoy doing that I don't even hold on because I'm extreme that's right so my number five it's a twofer I did uh, it's a tough to beat a it's a tough to be a bug and the tree of life in the basically the same attraction because the tree of life I mean just looking at it and, and stepping up to it is an attraction unto itself with all the, the carved animals on it that's absolutely incredible um, so I love that and seeing the, the ride the, the show inside is tough to be a bug and I have so much fun in there all the time because you have like the um, the smells and the animals come, coming underneath you and, and tapping you on the back. It's so much fun. It was, it's also one of those attractions. I don't know if I'd bring a young kid in there um, just because it does get no, dark and Hopper freaks you out. Yeah. No, no young kids. <laughs> no young kids. <laughs> such a for little kids. Yeah, it's such a great show and it's fun. And it's, and it's been around for years and it's always, there's always people going there. It's, it's a fun show. And, and I, enjoyed the, I enjoyed the film Bugs Life too. So that would be my number five. It is fun. I mean, it, it, 
it's not a favorite of mine. If the wait's not extremely long and stuff, I'll, you know, go in for it. Just the whole area, too, um, with the tree of life and everything. It's it's amazing to just to stare, you know, at the tree and see all the animals and the carvings and stuff in it. It's really neat. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to be a bug was one that I was jostling for a position there with Dinosaur number five. I really I enjoy the show. Um, it's definitely not for little kids. Uh, but the reason it lost out is I think that after having been on it so many times, I have found that my level of enjoyment during It's Tough to Be a Bug is directly relative to the rest of the audience. Uh, I think it was October of last year I think my wife and I went in there and it was the first like full auditorium I'd had in a long time so every wow. seat was full and there were a lot of people in there that you know I don't know if it was their first time but they sure reacted like it was their first time so they were you know when the um, spoiler alert anyone that hasn't been on it stop listening but when they uh, when the yellow jacket sting you people were literally right. jumping out of their yeah. seat because it scared <laughs> them and when the uh, when the mice scurry out first, they were all picking their feet up, and everybody was screaming and laughing, and not screaming fear, but you know, screaming because it was funny and laughing and had a just having a really great time. And that was that was one of the best. It's tough to be a bug experiences I've had since probably the first time I ever saw it, because even though I knew what was coming, all these other people, it was it was just so fun to be a part of that atmosphere. So that's why I didn't make my top five because some attract. Sometimes it's not as good because it's, you know, it's it's a half-empty theater and people don't react well to it. It's like going to see a horror movie when the audience is screaming and really getting into it. It makes it that mm. much more fun. Right. So that was a great experience. But uh, if you don't have that, to me, it's not as much fun. See, for me, this is one of those attractions where if I'm going to Disney World with somebody who's never been there before or, who has, never, or has never experienced that attraction, that's probably one of the first attractions that I take them to just because it's so much fun just to see the reaction on me during the show, you know, so that's why I love it. Okay, so my, my fourth pick is, once again, a show. Uh, it's the Festival of the Lion King. This show is so interactive and upbeat fun once again it's indoors they are opening up the new theater um which i can't wait to see the songs and the costumes are just amazing it's a fun show it's for the entire family it's a real asset um to the park itself yeah i'm curious to see what they're they're going to do with the new um stage for it you know i'm sure they're still going to get you know huge crowds in there i'm just curious if they're going to change the show at all because it is a good show they shouldn't have to change the show any i mean the show itself was was great like it was of course an update you know would be appreciated by the seasoned um disney patrons but show itself you know was great it is a great show I, i've heard that uh i think i think Samari, uh, safari mike said that there probably are going to be some changes to the show um Maybe not uh, drastic changes, but some changes to the show. So I'm interested to see the new show and the new building when it opens. But it is a good show. It's a great show. And for my number four, uh, we've already talked about it, but I, I went with Finding Nemo the Musical for much of the same reasons that Sean picked it, and, and I already expressed my interest in the show. So don't really have much to add to that, but Finding Nemo the Musical slots in for my number four. So my number four is um, Cali River Rapids. Ooh. Uh, I actually really enjoy I always love I love Water Rides anyway so um, 
I enjoy going on Cali River Rapids, especially on a hot day, getting soaked, and then, uh, you know, heading over to Everest to dry off a little bit. So it's fun. You know, the, usually when I go, the wines aren't too bad anyway. Even on a hot day, it's usually not too bad. Um, nobody wants to ride that garbage. <laughs> oh, it's not bad. It's fun. Get soaked a little bit. Enjoy yourself. There's, there's, a, there's nothing fun about an attraction where I get off and I feel like I just stepped out of the shower. And then you're... You're soaked to the bone, and your shoes and socks and everything is soaking. You guys wet. are just and boring. It's 99 degrees outside, and, and now you're a walking sauna. That's yeah, not okay. fun. And, and, and part totally two fun. of why that's no fun. What's fun about? Let's ride a ride where we're ruining the earth by deforest. I mean, I get the conservation message, but I'm not trying to. Oh, look, there's more dead trees and burned forests. This is <laughs> this is depressing. So I got, That's I got why no you need to get, get cooled off to I got calm no down. Love for Cali River Rapids at all. Just no fun. I'm never going on that ride with you. <laughs> You're right, because I've never yeah. gone on that attraction. I've been on it once, and I was like, well, that was a waste. You're a lot of fun. I'm not going to a water park with you. I don't go to water parks either. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so boring. That's another pet exactly. peeve of mine is, you know, <laughs> public pools. But I get to go, I get to go uh, <laughs> dunk my head under the water where little Billy just peed. Woo! <laughs> Like there is chlorine in there. <laughs> There's not enough. <laughs> so that's great. So my eyes will be red from the pee and the chlorine. Hooray. I got no love for Cali. Sorry, dude. Yeah, I, I... Live life. I can't either. I, I do mean, live they're... life. I just don't do it on that attraction. <laughs> there, there just is nothing fun about that ride for me. I'm sure it's fun for children and Sean, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> but for the rest of us, I can't see, like, you know, walking around afterwards completely just soaked to the bone. And then, you know, it's hot and it's humid and ugh, just <laughs> no thank you. All I know is if Safari Mike, who loves everything about Disney's <laughs> Animal Kingdom, even doesn't particularly care for Cali River Rapids, there's like there's an inherent issue with that attraction. You all just have issues, that's all. <laughs> you guys are just no fun. You don't want to you don't want to experience I have experienced the thrill of getting soaked and and getting that enjoyment out of that or at least seeing the person next to you get soaked and you don't get soaked. I can watch him you know, walk off the ride soaked and just have as much fun no, you can't. <laughs> as I would if I was like sitting there. Besides, if I'm going to ride one of those rides, I'm going to go over to that place that we don't speak of, and I'm going to ride Bluto's Bill Drought Barges, because that attraction will get you soaked, and it's at least fun. So, anyway, let's stop talking about Collie River Rapids. Number three, let's move on. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to three. I had the uh, Safari as number three. There's nothing better. Well, there are two things better, but but there uh, <laughs> nothing <laughs> yeah. better than... Than, than like you know like seeing animals that are not uh, controlled by a switchboard in some office like somewhere. This past uh, trip of ours, we saw just a ton like, of animals on this ride. Like we saw you know ostrich eggs and just all kinds of stuff. It's it's amazing. And then if you have a fun a driver too, it just it makes it you know that much better of an experience. Except, and please, everybody who is out there, do not try and take your pictures on this ride with an iPad. Because all it does is it blocks 
your view of everyone else that is in, you know, that row of that car. Before you go any further, don't use your iPad to take a picture anywhere. True. In World. But especially, especially anywhere at all. You could have stopped anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's obnoxious and rude. That's <laughs> Obviously, Kilimanjaro Safari is going to be on my list later, so I'm going to hold off on my thoughts on that attraction until I get to it on my list. Okay, that's fine. So, um, for me, Keith and I are going to ride this together. <laughs> that's hey. my number three. Um, I guess I'll let you have the window seat. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So I'll get off first. Um, but yeah, that's a, it is a great attraction. That's my number three. You know, you know, I was teetering on, really, I probably should have made it number two, but uh, I do enjoy it. I just don't like waiting in that line when you're in there for standby because it gets so hot and it doesn't feel yeah. like you're moving. But it's such a great attraction. You know, it's so much fun. And when you see more animals, it makes the, the experience so much better, like you were saying. I remember, like, the first time I went on the attraction, you know, I barely saw any animals, which was kind of a disappointment. But you were talking years ago. Um, but now they're out a lot more, and it's so much fun. And your driver can also make it a lot more interesting and a lot more fun. So it's a great spot for my number three. Yeah, it's all based on the driver. Yeah, it um, is. My number three was the Maharaja Jungle Trek. Well, that's a nice one. Um, I don't know if we're counting that as an attraction, but I am counting it as an attraction. I love the bats. Uh, and I love the tigers, and of the of the two walking tours, that one in, in Pangani, I I prefer the Maharaja Jungle Trek. I, I like the animals on that one better. I can stand in that bat room and just stare at those bats when they spread their wings. It's it's really amazing. So I choose number uh, three as the Maharaja Jungle Trek. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a nice one. That you just kind of you know walk at your own pace and relax and stuff and take it all in and get to see the animals too it's nice to just to relax and walk through it's not like you're like shuffled through like cattle it's nice to just kind of you know relax and roam around in there okay so um, we're on to uh, number two and uh i'm not sure um if this is classified as a true attraction again but i had the um Burkhadika band uh that's in harambe i've said it 20 times on here i think but this band is amazing. Um, they interact with adults and the kids, and it's fun. It's upbeat music. It's positive music. It's fun um, to sit at the bar and have a drink and relax and listen. It's fun to, you know, get up and dance with them, too. You should always to check the schedule and make sure at least for one set while you're there. They started, they sell the CDs also too now. So, you know, let's make sure that you pick one up and take it home with you because um, it's an awesome CD too. Yeah, not a bad one. That, that, that's a, that's as good of an attraction as any other one. So I think that's perfectly fine. Uh, my number two is Expedition Everest. It's a great roller coaster. Uh, even with the non-working properly Yeti, it's still a fun attraction. Um, <laughs> While I would love it if the Yeti was working properly, I don't think that him being broken is the end of all being, like a lot of people seem to think it is. I mean, we're talking about... <laughs> yeah, a, I agree with you. Talking yeah. about a, what, maybe two seconds that you see him? Right. Maybe? I mean, it would would those two seconds be that much better if it was working? Yeah, of course they would, but... I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, I think it would be cool if he's... Because he moved. I mean, he literally took a swing at you, and that would right. be really cool. But right. does that two seconds make the ride exponentially better? No. It would make that two seconds better, but the ride itself is still fun. It's still... Right. 
it's still a good attraction. It's still something that, you know, is is not your everyday normal roller coaster. You change directions twice. That's not something many roller coasters do. So it's, it's still a good attraction, even with that animatronic not working properly. So I, that's that's my point on number two. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah it is a great attraction. It's... Um you know, it's it's a must-do, and I the only thing I have to say about it is that um, I won't do that more than a, one time in a row now because I went on it three times in a row on one trip, and I didn't feel too good. <laughs> but um, it's a great try. It's, it's great not track. something you want to do multiple times in no. a row now, unless, yeah, you're, no. unless you're little. Yes, <laughs> that, exactly. that left me a long time ago. Yep. So my number two, you brought this up before, um, is actually Dinosaur. I actually really enjoyed this attraction. Um, you know, as I stated before, because I don't have to hold on. You know, if you don't hold on, it's a much better ride because I go to the extreme. That's what they call me, the extreme in Disney World. So um, that's my number two is Dinosaur. It's really trying to wedge that extreme thing in there. Yeah. I think it's trying to, think trying to buy a nickname here. Oh, yeah. They call yeah. me extreme. <laughs> call the me extreme. Nuke. <laughs> call me Nuke. But, yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, uh, it's a fun ride. I'm not sure if it's a must-do for me, but it's a fun ride, though. Okay, so for my top choice, um, I had uh, Expedition Everest. Um, Woohoo! Me too, we're riding again! Wow, I hope that you're not still all soaked and smelly from the rapids. Well, that's but, the idea. <laughs> at least it's windy, so sit, you know, we, behind we can me hold, or something. We can hold our hands up together. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, th- this ride's amazing. The queue is extremely like, well themed. There's, there's, you know, lots of stuff to check out. Even if you do have to wait, lots of stuff to check out and read and look at. The ride itself is fun. Uh, when you get stuck at that spot where the, the track is tore up, it's just, it's cool to just to uh, like, sit there and stuff and watch the, the other people who look like it might be there. Like first time on it and stuff, it's fun to just watch other people's expressions when you're at that point. Yes, I wish Yeti worked and it would like take a swipe at you, um, like it shows in all the ads on TV. But Alan said, you know, not a deal breaker. A side note: there are are tons of good um, picture spots to um, stand and stuff and take pictures afterwards as you're like walking away from it. So just all around, it's an awesome attraction one of my favorite things to do there is um if no one you know the section where the, they have the bells overhead yes and if nobody's ringing them around me i love to ring them just to see yeah. how many people behind me start doing it but i won't do it if other people in front of me are doing it I just i'll i'll just do it you know to see how many people follow me you know i've never ridden that through the standby really oh, i've wow. always done either fast pass or Fast Pass Plus or Single Rider. I've never done the standby queue. I know it's a great queue, and I know I'm missing out, but yeah. For, well, for me, it was several years before I actually rode the uh, the standby queue. I've actually probably only done it two, three times. I probably about three times. So I've missed a lot of that really cool queue part, which is unfortunate. I did single a few times because my wife was chicken until I finally uh, talked her uh, onto it. Now she loves it, so. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, obviously I like it. It just it fell in my number two spot. So uh, while you guys are writing that as your favorite, my favorite is uh, the one Keith brought up earlier, Kilimanjaro Safari. I mean, to me, it's it's the headliner attraction. It's the main attraction there. It's, it's the showstopper, you know, seeing 
elephants and rhinoceros and giraffe and you know all the different animals that that you're not going to see like uh, like he said they're not animatronics they're not being controlled by some computer these are actual living and breathing animals that you're not going to really see outside of you know a zoo or outside of actually going to Africa and you know it's it's the showstopper it's the the best reason to go there and it's the first thing I generally do when I get there is is head straight back there to to see the safari the whole the whole point of going to Animal Kingdom, as far as I'm concerned, is Kilimanjaro Safari. It's also better if you ride it earlier, too. Um, it seems as if the animals are out more and it's cooler, so the animals are more active, too. It's either, you know, early or late. Yeah, I've heard I've heard uh, it's, it's good to go uh, later in the evening as it's getting closer to their time to, to head back to their, their living quarters because they know it's time to go back to eat, so they start kind of jostling and moving around and getting ready to go home for the night so i've heard late at night it's not a bad time to go either i've heard they i've heard they can be kind of active if it's raining too i don't know if that's true or not but that's what i've heard you know before we close out the show with our you know our top fives i just wanted to um to say that i'm so excited that we have one of our listeners who actually tried cheerwine for the first time <laughs> geo disney yeah, yeah, yeah. Geo disney yeah and he's a west coaster too i didn't know yeah. they had it in california so that's really awesome and i'm glad he enjoyed it and he enjoyed the bottle so you know i'm glad that you know it's awesome like you know it brought a smile to my face so yes we are spreading the cheerwine love one uh, new consumer at a time <laughs> So if you haven't had Cheerwine and you can get your hands on Cheerwine, go try Cheerwine. It's amazing. You will thank us. Agreed. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. You can comment in the notes over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. You can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Be sure to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enchanted Tiki Talk. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Tiki Talk Podcast. And for all of you listeners who did not know, we do have a store at redbubble.com slash people slash Tiki Talk Podcast. We have some t-shirts and some stickers and coffee mugs, I believe, things like that. So go check that out. And lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's 1MAM Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at, at Dolewhip Daily and online at DolewhipDaily.com. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N O R M N B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Do you want to record a podcast? <laughs> That's our close. Yeah, we got it. I know, when I said it, I kind of was thinking that would be the case, but I don't care.